G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes there's one particular sin in our lives that we just can't shake. It keeps coming back again and again to rob us of life. And so many of us, well, we just accept it. That's the way it is. But what if God's plan is to set you free from even the most stubborn sin? I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we kick off a new series of messages called Eliminating Stubborn Sin Once and for All. And God triggered it in my heart just the other day when I was sitting down talking with a man. More about him later. Now let me ask you, have you ever had a pen in your pocket and it's leaked? It's more common for men, I guess. We'll put a pen in our shirt pocket or perhaps on the inside pocket of a jacket. And then for one reason or another, the pen leaks and you end up with an ink stain all over your shirt or your jacket. Now that stain, it's called a stubborn stain, isn't it? At least that's how we refer to it, where I come from. And the reason we call it a stubborn stain is that no matter what you wash it with or scrub it with, doesn't matter what you do to it, it just won't come out. I remember when that happened to one of my favourite jackets a few years ago now. I mean, I really liked this jacket. It was soft, it was comfortable, it looked great. I spent a fortune with the dry cleaners, but doesn't matter what they tried, the stain didn't come out. This great big blue ink stain, smack bang in the middle of the front of the jacket. And so I simply couldn't wear it out anymore. I mean, I would have looked ridiculous. But isn't that funny these days? When we have a stain like that on our characters... It seems we almost wear it out with pride, or at the very least, we just put up with it. After all, stubborn stains, nothing I can do about it. And that's the attitude of this man I was telling you about at the beginning of the program. Here's the thing. He rings me up the other day and wants to catch up for a cup of coffee. So we sit down in a cafe, and a bit of small chit-chat up front, and then the crunch issue, the thing that he wanted to talk to me about, that was his sin. It was a sin he'd been struggling with all his life. Turned out that his particular Achilles heel was his temper. Now, he's a lovely man, but he has this hot temper and he just flies off the handle at the drop of a hat. He was sharing with me what had happened just a few days before, a situation where he'd hurt some people that really mattered to him. And the more I listened, the more I got the impression that As far as he was concerned, this was something that he was stuck with and the best he could do was to manage the symptoms. There didn't seem to be a single thought in his head about treating the disease. And the reason that this shocked me is that this man is a Christian with a powerful heart after God and and a real commitment to God's word. So I, I listened without saying too much. But the more I turned this conversation over and over in my head, the more disturbing it became. It was like he had a stubborn ink stain on his jacket, but he was intent on wearing that same jacket out day after day with a stain on it. There was no thought of changing the jacket. Do you see the point? We wouldn't think of wearing an ink-stained jacket out to work. 
and yet we'll take who we are with this great big stubborn stain smack bang in the middle of our character and our personality so prominent, so obvious that no one could ever miss it and wear it out day after day for a whole lifetime resigned to what we think is the fact that there's just nothing we can do about it. Changing the jacket never seems to cross our minds. Have a listen to this in the context of what we've just been talking about, stubborn sin. It comes from Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. It says, As many of you as were baptised into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. And again this, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 to 27. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self corrupt and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to clothe yourselves with a new self created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So then, putting away falsehood, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbours, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but don't sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Now, both of these scriptures are really, really clear. They're about putting on a new jacket. They're about clothing ourselves in Christ, in righteousness, in holiness, clothing ourselves in the new creation that we've become in his image when we put our trust and our faith in him. There's nothing, nothing, so far as I can find in God's word, that says sin is normal. Sure, it's common, all too common, but normal it ain't. Have you put your trust in Jesus, have you? Then you are a new creation. The old things have passed away and all things, all things are new. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. We all have one or two stubborn sins in our lives. For some it's their temper or their anger. For others it's lust. For others it's always seeking glory and recognition. For others again it might be low self-esteem or unforgiveness or, or gossiping or slander. Other people are addicted to gambling or, or perhaps it's worshipping other gods. Some people don't seem to be able to help themselves. Some are involved in the occult. My friend, the list goes on. And we sometimes behave as if the only person that has this, this stubborn sin stain is us. Listen to me. It's everyone. I've never met a person who hasn't had to grapple with at least one stubborn, persistent, ongoing form of sin in their lives. So many men are addicted to pornography, which now with the internet has over half, over half of all men addicted to it. Something we're going to be talking about over the coming weeks. And they live in secret shame, imagining that there's nothing that they can do about it. And over half of all women in Western society, at least half, suffer clinically from low self-esteem. And each one of these stubborn sins, well, you know what they are? They are the devil's way of robbing us of life. Remember how Jesus said, The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. See, so many of these sins are these days dressed up to look respectable, seductive, normal. Now, the person who puts their faith in Jesus kind of knows that they're not right. But like that man I was talking about at the beginning of the program, somehow they've resigned themselves into believing that there's just nothing they can do about their particular brand of stubborn sin, whether it's a red stain or a blue stain or a black stain. Well, you know, that's just my colour stain and taint nothing I can do about it. Let me give you a very direct, blunt response to this. Rubbish. 
absolute rubbish. That's a deception of the devil, and you won't find it in the Bible. Jesus said when he was quoting Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1, he said that God had sent him to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners. There is no fine print in there that provides you or me with a personal exclusion for our particular brand of stubborn sin. Jesus died once and for all for everything and for everyone who would accept him and put their faith in him. I'm a man who's had more than his share of stubborn sin to work through, anger, temper, all sorts of stuff. And because I'm one of those strong-willed people, those things have had a stronger hold on me than most. And here's what I've discovered along the way, and, and I'm still discovering. Jesus came to set me free from every sin, every sin that robs me of life. He came to set you free from every sin that robs you of life, to clothe us in Christ, to make us a new creation that shines his glory into this lost and hurting world. That's the truth. My prayer is that today's message has been a mighty blessing to you. And actually, millions of people's lives are touched and transformed each week through a different perspective right around the globe. God's Word is alive and active. Amen? But that's only possible through the generous support of friends like you. In fact, each dollar that you give today will grow to reach nearly 3,000 people with a gospel message. And that's incredible. And that means that your gift today of just $35 will touch over 100,000 people with the good news of Jesus. So let me encourage you to give a generous tax-deductible gift of support to Christianity Works today. You can give securely at ChristianityWorks.com or by calling us on 1300 722 415. And when you do get in touch, please don't forget to request your free copy of that life application booklet I've been telling you about, Holy Spirit Power. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415. Hey, thank you so much for your support and for joining me today. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.